Are you tired of your digestive system feeling like a circus act gone wrong? Introducing Ritual's 3-in-1 Gut Superhero Symbiotic Plus, a probiotic, prebiotic, and postbiotic all rolled into one. And with 25% off with the code POWER, there's no better time to check out Ritual. Let's break it down. Probiotics are like the cool kids at the gut party, keeping everything in check and making sure the good vibes are flowing. Prebiotics are their wingmen, fueling the party with all the right snacks to keep the good bacteria thriving. And postbiotics, well, they're like the cleanup crew, sweeping away the mess and leaving your gut feeling fresh and fabulous. So say goodbye to the gut drama and remember, there's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com power. Tossing and turning all night like a salad? It's time to put those sleepless nights to bed for good. Enter Tanasi, my sleep saviors, and they have science to back up their sleep, anxiety, and pain-relieving powers. Back in 2016, they invested a $2.5 million grant to Middle Tennessee State University to study the hemp plant. Turns out their special patent-pending CBD-CBDA formula is twice as effective as CBD alone and can be more effective than over-the-counter ibuprofen, acetaminophen, and aspirin. So if you're tired of tossing and turning like a rotisserie chicken, then Tanasi's got your back with their range of great products from tinctures to gummies to lotions. Tanasi is my go-to when I can't sleep or I have way too much anxiety. I'm so glad that I discovered them. So go to Tanasi.com and use the code POWER to get 25% off your order. That's Tanasi.com, T-A-N-A-S-I, to get 25% off your first order with the promo code POWER. Sober Powered is sponsored by BetterHelp. I was a stress drinker and I thought if only I didn't have so much stress, I wouldn't have to drink this much. But do you know why I had all this stress? Because I didn't have the skills to take stressors off my plate so they built up and wore me down. Some stressors are big and others are small, but carrying around 25 minor annoyances is going to have an impact on you. Plus, did you know that alcohol messes with our stress response system and decreases our ability to handle stress? It makes small things seem like a much bigger deal. Learning how to manage stress and take things off my plate has changed my life. I'm calm, I'm less reactive, and I believe that I can handle whatever comes my way. I feel proud of the way that I handle things now. You can get there too. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com sober to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash sober. If you've quit drinking for any amount of time, then you have probably experienced a drinking dream, which is a dream where you relapse and drink alcohol. And they seem really real and they can be very upsetting. It's normal to feel panicked when you wake up because it takes a moment to realize that it was just a dream. I had a drinking dream a couple weeks ago So I thought that this would be a perfect time to do an episode on it. So in this episode, you will learn more about why drinking dreams happen and if they ever go away. So let's dig in.
last time I had a drinking dream was when I was nine months sober. I haven't had one in almost three years, and I thought that they were gone for good, but I had one a couple weeks ago. In my dream, I went to the club with some girl who wanted to drink a lot. She ordered both of us shots, and I took it and drank it. Then I had a cocktail after, and that was it. I stopped drinking on my own. The thing is, though, I didn't have any of those thoughts about relapsing or the back-and-forth internal dialogue about should I drink, should I not. I just did without thinking about it. Then a couple hours later, I realized that I had relapsed and I was really upset. But the main thing that I was upset about in my dream was losing my days. I have three and a half years and about like 1300 days of sobriety. The topic of slips and resetting our streaks comes up from time to time inside my Living a Sober Powered Life community. And this dream really made me appreciate people that are in that position. The main focus of my dream was being upset about losing my days and trying to rationalize to myself why I didn't have to reset them. So if you've struggled with your streak, then I believe that this is a really personal decision and I can't tell you what to do with your days. I understand why people don't want to reset and the last thing that we want is for you to feel more shame. But I also understand the side where people think they have to reset because it holds them accountable so they can't take breaks from their sobriety and not lose their time. I think if you're struggling with resetting your days, then ask yourself, is it about shame or is it more about wanting to take breaks from your sobriety and having that be okay? As for drinking dreams and sleep though, although it seems like alcohol helps you sleep, it does the exact opposite. I went into this in a lot of detail in episode 75, but basically alcohol helps you sleep in the beginning of the night because it knocks you out. But in the second half of the night, your sleep is disrupted and you alternate between light sleep and waking up. Alcohol reduces the amount of time that we spend in REM sleep, which is the restorative type of sleep where we dream. A 2018 study found that low alcohol intake can reduce sleep quality and recovery during sleep by up to 9.3%, and moderate alcohol intake can reduce sleep quality by up to 24%, and then heavy drinking can reduce sleep quality by up to 40%. So you may be thinking that you only drink a little bit so you're fine, but in this study, moderate alcohol intake was defined as moderation, or one standard drink for women and two for men. Heavy drinking is three or more standard drinks. And how many of us really drink a standard drink? We're usually drinking a lot more than we think. And this study also found that alcohol increased sympathetic regulation and decreased parasympathetic regulation, which you may remember we talked about in episode 149 about the nervous system. So alcohol increases stress in the body and decreases our ability to rest and recover. After you get sober, REM rebounds after about five or six days. So this means that there are more periods of REM sleep and a shorter interval between REM and non-REM sleep. And this happens because your brain starts coming back online after being suppressed from all the alcohol that you were drinking. 
Dreaming helps us process our emotions, store memories and things that we've learned, and recycle unimportant memories. So if you're struggling with stress or anxiety, you will likely have more nightmares. In early recovery, we have stress and anxiety from quitting drinking, plus rebound REM sleep. And both of these contribute to the likelihood of nightmares about drinking. You may be having extra stress dreams too. Dreaming is where we process our thoughts and feelings from the day. So if you're worrying about something, then it's more likely that you will have stress dreams because your brain is attempting to process all the worry from your day. It's also been found that people who struggle with anxiety will generally have more stress dreams, which makes sense because you're spending a lot more time worrying about stuff than someone who doesn't have anxiety. I think that my drinking dream was triggered by all the stress that I've had recently about my cat, Luna. And if you don't know that story, then go back to episode 148. Although I've developed coping skills and tools, I still know that alcohol instantly takes my stress and negative emotions away. And just because I haven't had a drink in three and a half years doesn't mean that my brain forgot. Those pathways are always there and they're ready to be reactivated even if they get really dusty and overgrown from years of neglect. I want to start taking more questions from you, which is why this is called Q1 and not episode whatever. So you can find a form in the show notes to submit a question if you have something that you want to ask me and feel free to submit as many as you like. Our first question comes from Mary Alice, who is a very, very special and super loved member of living a sober powered life. She says, I have not had a drinking dream yet. Does everyone have one? Is this something that I should be concerned about? So not everyone will have a drinking dream. So if you haven't had one yet, you might be one of those lucky people. From what I've read and studies on drinking dreams, it seems that only about one third of people in recovery have them. And the more severe your addiction was, the more likely you are to have one. So anyone that identifies as a gray area drinker or a sober curious person would be less likely to have one. It also depends on how your brain works. I almost exclusively get nightmares and I've always joked that I could sell my dreams to someone that makes horror movies and they'd have endless content. If you don't have as many nightmares or stress dreams, then you're probably less likely to have a drinking dream. And I think it's similar to blacking out from drinking alcohol which we talked about a long time ago in episode 12, not everyone will black out, no matter how much they drink. And some people will black out when they drink way less than another person who never gets a blackout. Blacking out depends on the quantity of alcohol and the speed that you drink it, but there's also a genetic component. My husband has never blacked out, and I used to black out all the time, sometimes multiple times a week. My family is also more sensitive to blacking out when they drink. So if you don't get drinking dreams, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you or something that you have to worry about. You just may not have the brain setup that gets drinking dreams. And just because you haven't had one yet doesn't mean that you won't have one eventually. But remember, studies on drinking dreams have found that only like a third of people in recovery will have one. So just because you don't have one 
doesn't mean that your problem wasn't as severe as someone who does have drinking dreams. It doesn't mean that you're okay to moderate someday. It just means your brain is set up differently. Same thing with people who never blacked out from drinking alcohol. It doesn't mean that they didn't drink large quantities of alcohol very quickly. It just means that their brain doesn't black out. The hippocampus doesn't shut off randomly. That's all that means. So I wouldn't worry about it. And thank you for this question because I talk about drinking dreams a lot, but I have never really addressed the people that don't get them. So this was an important topic. Thank you again for the question. And if you want to submit your own question, there is a link in the show notes to a Google form and you can submit it with your name or you can submit it anonymously. So thank you for listening. Keep going. And I will talk to you in a regular episode in a few days. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.